I cannot stand Mr. Baseball. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I kind of I tried to throw a little bit back. Love that logo. Love that jersey. Love that color scheme. Everything about it. Welcome to episode 80 of the None Other Sports Podcast. This is the home of sports talk for the average Joe. My name is Jason. I'm David. And welcome back, everyone, to this episode. I don't know why I said that. That makes no fucking sense, but we're just going to roll with it. Um, it's late. It's been a heck of the last two weeks for me. It's been um, a week. It has. Let's start things off hot and heavy. The Wizards and the Caps are are locating. This isn't even a potential. They are locating. Um, but are they really, though? I mean, from what I've read and everything else they're still in you know they're still close to dc but they're moving to virginia kind of like when when they were playing in landover maryland (laughs) and they were the washington teams right yeah but you know how everything else is will they stay washington they're not there's no way they're going to be the virginia oh, like, capital yeah i would i would not virginia see Wizards. that changing i wouldn't see that changing but it would be funny as hell uh it, no i i, I i'm sorry I, I, it, yes it's it's interesting because they're probably going to move into a bigger complex and it's supposed to be what a two billion dollar entertainment complex that they're moving toward to as mm-hmm. far as like where the arena's at, which is great stuff. I mean, you want these teams to play in 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 big arenas that can draw big crowds. I just hope it's easy not to that get I've to. not that I've seen anyone speak negatively about this as far as on social media, be it Facebook or Reddit or you know anywhere else in between. Um. But I no, just can't I, see anyone getting real worked up over this because it's it's so cl- it's still in the D.C. metropolitan area. It's not they're not in D.C. proper, but they weren't in D.C. proper in the 70s and 80s and most of the 90s either. So no, they yeah, weren't. I don't I don't know what it's called now, but the MCI Center, formerly the Verizon Center, <laughs> formerly the I don't know Center, that didn't open MCI up until. Center. Oh, that did oh, open that up until December of 1997. So for a oh, little over 20 memories. years, they played in D.C. proper. Like <laughs> it's a Capital One arena now. OK, well, whatever. Oh, the MCI. Center. Wow. That's dating. You know why I remember this? I'm going to be honest. I remember that because. The second thing to happen at the MCI Center after it opened in 97 was Starcade 97, Hogan versus Sting, that WCW <laughs> had built to for like a whole freaking year. Um, but it was it legitimately, it was a Caps game, and then like the next night was Starcade. So like those were the things that opened up the MCI Center. So it, it's ingrained in my head, the MCI Center. What was it when we went? Was it the MCI It was Center? the Verizon was the, Center. Was it the Verizon Center at the time? Yeah, yeah, three hockey games in two weeks. That was fun. I was at two of those because I couldn't afford a third. Because I, I was working in a deli at the time. I could barely afford a third, but we did it. <laughs> yeah, well, we, what, uh, you went to Jersey where they were handing out to... Hershey. It was Jersey and Washington that you went to. Yeah, we saw the Devils and the Kings. Yep. That was one weekend. And then, and then I think midweek was the Flyers caps because it was no, right. It was after, a weekend. Cause well, well, cause I know it was right. I think it was a Sunday was the game because I think that Saturday was the game where the, <laughs> it, was it was Friday Flyers, and Saturday. I think it was the Flyers and senators. That was that the was game Friday where they night. got the most penalty minutes. That was a Friday night. Saturday night was the next night. Where we basically saw the Philadelphia Phantoms taking on the Washington Capitals. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And that tells you how old it is that they were the Philadelphia Phantoms at the time. Not the Adirondack Phantoms or the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny. It was where the where uh, the Capital One Arena is, or Verizon or MCI Center, wherever you want to <laughs> start dating yourselves here. 
I remember when the parking lot, just the park near the arena was just dirt. Well, it wasn't even their park parking lot. It was like China's uh, thing was the come China. down to Jim Bob's parking, pay 20 bucks. And literally was right you next might to be the able arena to leave. <laughs> well, half the signs in, you know, from Chinatown. That was always is that the funniest what it was? part. I don't remember. It was a long, it was 20 it was, years ago. It's bordering. Well, it still is. If you do a street view of it, uh, you'll see the sign where you go to one side. It says Capital One Arena. The other side, it says, and it just says Capital One, but underneath it in Chinese, it says something. All right. So I'm going to throw this out there. The 20 years or 19 years later, almost 20 years. Um, why didn't we go get some freaking good Chinese food? Why did we spend way too much money for overpriced wings? <laughs> the ESPN zone. <laughs> but seriously, cool. think about it. Good why didn't we no, go no, get some right. cheap, really good Chinese food? We were, me and you were essentially broke. Your brother and your cousin had jobs, like good jobs at the time. No, we right. did we not. Could, <laughs> we could have definitely had some good Chinese food since we were right there. I mean, we could have banged out like dollar egg rolls yeah i mean yeah the arena is literally borderlining the uh chinatown right there so yeah always a good question always a good question too bad we don't have the answers for it but <laughs> i don't oh, know if there's is, i mean let's just we have this as the number as the first topic of the of the evening but i don't know if we can really stretch this one out for a half hour <laughs> no. Oh, I know we um, came. So I was actually going to say, what, so what do you think of the, of the one I, of the, yeah, can't talk tonight. The picture I sent you where it had the coyotes of value compared to. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez. I don't even know where that is. I was going to say, do we want to talk about the $700 million man? Oh, there we go. So the coyotes franchise is worth, worth less than Shohei Otani's contract. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> is so, that just. Isn't that wrong to begin with? This one person you need to flash, valued over. You need to t- flash that up in in the video of the the podcast so people can <laughs> see it on YouTube. Um, so the Coyotes' entire franchise value is uh, six hundred seventy five million dollars. Uh, Shohei's contract is twenty five million more than that, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, let's but, get into that because I, I that it's so fascinating to me. Um, well, look at the Coyotes. They're looking to to purchase land and build an arena, which is smart, actually. If, if you think about it, it, it's 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 smart though. If they can um, keep it because of because the, of their luck anymore, but they you know they've been having some bad luck there. They're playing in a five thousand seat college arena, um, which what how does I that look on TV? I've yet to see one of their games. It looks like a college game. It's, it's it, pretty obvious. It's obvious that it looks like a college game. I mean, it does not. When you look at it on, because I remember when they did the first game, because they had the whole big thing of it at Mullet Arena. Yes, then that's the name. Yeah, yeah, I know. Perfect, which is perfect. You know, the Mullet. <laughs> but it literally looked like you're watching a college game on TV. Because the arena is right, looking like a college, because that's what it is, and it yeah. just has that look to it, not like when you see an NHL arena, see the crowd how it is. It doesn't look like that. Well, the reason I asked is because the Senators used to play in, um, it was the Ottawa Civic Center then. When they played there, it was only like a 6,000-seat state uh, arena. And I'm sure, and 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 the reason that sticks out to me is because one half of like there's one half of the arena that is just it's just tiered seating going up, and then the other half is like a couple ro- rows and then a wall. So, like, how do you like the visual aspect of it as a fan watching on TV can't be? It's got to no, be it, interesting how they hide the obvious flaws oh, yeah. of the arena. Um, well, think about uh, having an think about having a televised NHL game at the old Hershey Arena. Yeah, but so here's the thing about the Hershey Arena: both um, nosebleeds visu- just sit there, visually, and just kind of like hunched over at the very top of the nosebleeds. Well, I I understand that, um, and we can get into <laughs> that real quick here because um, 
So the Hershey Arena is legendary, not just for hockey, but also for aforementioned pro wrestling. Um, and the Hershey, well, but the Hershey Arena was featured on WWF Saturday Night's main event numerous times in the 80s, back when it was on NBC. Um, to the point where, like, I can watch an episode and I know exactly, before they even say where it's at, I know it's the Hershey Park Arena because of how it looks. Because the way the seating is, like, you'll have one row and then the next row above it isn't, it's not, like, a flush straight line down. It's, no. <laughs> but it looks cool. It looks tiered. It does. And it, that's, it's, it's a cool visual yeah. on TV. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the fact that you can get 7,000 people in there is pretty goddamn unreal it's impressive and the reason i know about the nosebleed seats is because when we went to saturday night's main event when i was five years old in 1989 uh we had the nosebleed seats oh, I've, like I've the watched... link 104 ad was right behind me oh yeah i've, I've watched i've watched hockey games from up there hunched over you know feet tucked underneath the so you can at least sit right I can specifically to. remember my dad saying, hey, there's Hulk Hogan and I being a five year old being an, and being completely honest going where because <laughs> <laughs> it was just a big mess of people down there. But anyway, we're really sidebarring tonight and I'm good with it, <laughs> but you may not the listeners. So um, I've had some people reach out to me and ask me my opinion on Otani's contract. And not that I'm an expert by any means, but apparently having a podcast means that people do reach out to you and ask you your opinion. Um, Not that I'm mad about it by any means. I just don't think of myself as like, I'm not Stephen A. Smith or I'm not, you know, I'm not any of these people with valid opinions. I'm just some schmuck talking on the Internet. Um, Hey, but that's where schmucks really start. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hey, I'm I, I mean, it's a lot of it, it's a ton of money. It is. And and everyone was expecting Juan Soto to get five hundred million dollars, which update from last episode, he did end up going to the Yankees. OK, I didn't see that part yet. Oh, yeah. He went to the Yankees like the first day of uh, it was eligible to trade. He went. Um, yeah, everyone was expecting. The other thing ahead. that came up on my news feed was this. That's all that was the big headline across the sports feeds. Was this part? Was Every, a everyone, man. Everyone was expecting him to get a big deal. Um, <laughs> he got a big deal. Uh, yeah, he got the the biggest deal. Uh, let's put this into perspective. Bryce Harper in 2019 had the biggest deal in baseball for 11 days. 11 days later, the Angels signed Mike Trout to the then biggest deal. And it's just been topped almost every season since. I don't see anyone topping this at any time in the future. Um, Will there be a billion dollar contract? You say you may not, you know, you don't see it, but. Well, (sighs) okay. 39 years ago, Mike Schmidt had the highest contract in baseball at $1 million. 39 years later, the highest contract in baseball is 700 million. It's, it's, it's a little, it, it, that's a tough pill to swallow when you think about it, yeah. just how, and I know there's a push for a luxury cap or yeah, a luxury cap in baseball. Um, you know, you can only max out. It's so high of a deal and, and whatnot. Um, I, it's tough to really determine what someone's worth as an athlete. Um, well, the you know, thing with, is, though, with, with Otani already having Tommy John, I mean, he'll probably end up being a pitcher back to, to his normal form in another season. He, this season's basically going to be him as a DH for the whole season. Um, the fact that he's I think making it's, close to six million a, a month. Well, he's not. I don't know if you did you did you see this? You may not have seen this. Um, so he's deferring like 680 million to the very end of his deal. He's taking like 2 million, one to 2 million every year until the final year of the deal. Oh, wow. No, I did not see that one. I did see where one of the stipulations were. I think it was the GM has to stay in control of the, you know, uh, 
in his position or he's gone. I did see that on ESPN with the contract. Well, the the belief is amongst a lot of baseball fans is that the the general manager is actually the person um, making the decisions in game. The that their manager is pretty much just a figurehead doing what he's being told by the general manager. Um, here's another thing with the Dodgers: they did win that World Series, and they are almost always in the mix in the playoffs, but they haven't quite gotten it done since then. Um. I I understand how Otani could be that that match to light the fire for this team. Um but I believe we even talked about it when they signed Freeman that Freeman could be the match to ignite this team. What happens if you you have all these matches and then they're all duds? It's happened. It's and, happened and I shouldn't say sports. it that way. I'm just no, saying that's the way it is. That's <laughs> That's literally the way it is. You can have it's like it's like always it's like when a team's rebuilding, you get that first round pick. That first round pick may be a big flop. You know, this is almost the same concept. Hashtag they could get, Ryan Leaf. <laughs> um, I mean, how many times have we seen that where big players get big name, you know, get big deals and get to, uh, you know, turned out to be n- be nothing. Right. And that, that, that happens quite a bit. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, as a baseball fan, he, he is a once in a generation talent. There's no doubt about that. Um, I just, I don't know the Dodgers, the Dodgers are constantly in this situation where they're contenders, but they never quite get it done since they won that world series. Um, you know, do they finally get is is like I said, is he that is he that linchpin to to set it off? We don't know. Um, but I mean, that's a high risk, high reward situation because one one really bad injury and in this contract looks totally different. And you can say that about any big money contract. Um, well, when we said that, first thing that came to mind was the Islanders player Rick DiPietro where he signed a huge contract and then got injured that season and hasn't played since. So, and his contract, I think ends in, I think five years, I think till 29 is so basically he'll be getting paid until 29. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and, uh, yeah, he'll, I honest will continue to pay 1.5 million annually until the end of the 28-29 season. That's phenomenal. I mean, good for him. I mean, that that's just someone who has a great agent. <laughs> I mean, you know, so yeah, he he's been out of the game for 20 for uh 10 years. Yeah. And he yeah. <laughs> and he's going to get a paper next five. Uh, again, great agent. Um, yeah. Because it was a originally a 15-year Sixty-seven million five hundred thousand contract with the Islanders is what he signed. Um, had something, just lost it. That's great. Um, story of our lives. That's the kind of night I'm having, man. Um, oh, oh so yeah. other other breaking news. Um, just announced today, Cole Hamels is going to be retiring as he's going to sign a one one day contract. To retire as a member of the Phillies. Uh, my exact quote on the drunk Phil's fan Facebook page is it's about damn time. <laughs> he was clinging on to uh his hopes of having one last great run, and I'm glad he's accepting that it just isn't gonna happen. It is going to be Friday, June 21st, in a game against the Diamondbacks. He will be retiring as a Philadelphia Philly. Well, there you go. I mean, he was a great pitcher. but He was, <laughs> but he hasn't been. And as, well, that, there were a lot of fans. There was. That was that keyword there was. There were a lot of fans in the last couple seasons who wanted to have a a reunion of sorts if you will um i was never really buying in on that maybe as a reliever 
Um, cause I just knew he, d- he didn't have the gas anymore. He was a hard throwing pitcher and you know, those arms have a shelf life. Conversely, like we were talking about last episode with Nola, Nola is not a super hard throwing pitcher, so he could pitch conceivably fine into this contract that he signed. You know, he could be a, a Jamie Moyer type, um, you know, you just wait and see, but hard throwing pitchers have a shelf life and Cole Hamels was trying desperately to outlive that shelf life. Um, I'm glad he will sign a one day deal and retire as a Phil because that's the only proper way to do it. Well, when you won the World Series with um, he was the MVP. MVP. Yeah, I was going to say the MVP, the NLCS MVP as well. I mean, it just kind of it just kind of fits for him to be. And plus, that was the longest team he was on in his career was it for the Phillies. Yeah. So, so and he was from 06 to 15. So his last game with the Phils was in 2015. The next day was Aaron Nola's first game. Jeez. Talk about bridging the two eras. I'll say that's definitely a bridge. Because wasn't um, it a sh- wasn't it a no hitter? Hamill's last threw? game was a no hitter. Yeah, he was just he was so good. When he was in his prime, he was good to watch. Um, oh, and I guess let's hit the the other one. Uh, what was it? The the Pats are going to sever ties with Bill Belichick at the end of the season. Yes, that was one of the big. Yeah, things that's I about heard. Damn, damn time too. Um, we clearly found out when Brady won. One with Tampa. Tampa. It wasn't who, just who, Belichick. It wasn't just Belichick, and and he's proven that over and over again the last few seasons as well with how that team has performed. Um, well, I, well, I think the Patriots, since Brady left, has only made the playoffs one time. Or I, I should I say played one playoff game since then. It, it's probably time for a culture change in that that locker room and in that franchise. Um, now, the thing is, though, being Belichick is not just the head coach, but the general manager, are they going to try, are he's going to move to another, just move as the GM or just out completely? I think he's probably out completely. I would, I would bet he's probably, I would would imagine just because of how long he's been there and how everything is going down. An in-studio analyst gig just waiting for him. Probably. Wouldn't doubt it. Um, but I think I think they're they're one of a few teams that are probably due for a culture change. You know, um, Mike Tomlin has been a great coach for the Steelers. Um, well, Belichick's it, been with the Patriots since twenty, or I'm not sorry, since two thousand. Since two thousand. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm. Just, it's all right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's all words. right. Um, yeah, since two thousand. So I mean, it's he's had a good run. <laughs> He did have a good run, and, and and there's nothing wrong with changing the, with the times and moving on. Just because you were successful before doesn't mean you can always be successful. Um, I mean, he has you know, eight Super Bowls. He has eight rings. I mean, to put it in perspective, just, you know, locally college football-wise, you know, Joe Paterno of the final 10 years was not the Joe Paterno of the 70s or 80s. Um, you know, you, you, you can't always hold on to that, that, that winning legacy. And sometimes it's okay to, to walk away and move on. Um, I mean, good for him. He had a great coaching career with the Pats, but based on the last few seasons, it was time from, I, I think he was exposed to, I think he, we saw, that it wasn't just him and he, yeah, he might've been the brains, but he wasn't the one on the field actually making it happen. And there's something to be said for that aspect of it. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he was a mastermind, you know, with the way coaching, but the players are the one that execute the actual, you know, you know, everything else. He's there, you know, he's the, you know, he's orchestrating everything, but the players are the you know the ones right. actually doing it, so make him look good. But like we just said, when Brady left, well, 
the wheels kind of went off. I mean, they tried, and 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 that's fine. But I think at this point, you need to get a new GM in. You need to get a new coach in. I mean, if you're cutting ties, cut ties completely. Whole new structure um, and move forward. Yep. Just do a whole restructure. I mean, you know, the Patriots going to do a rebuilding process. And and all great teams go through re- rebuilding processes. Oh yeah. Well, Patriots probably went through a good rebuilding process when before Brady even started. When they had blood yeah. so and all that. I mean, it just blood takes so. time and <laughs> what's that? I said blood so. Probably some people only know who that is. Uh I'm I'm very certain some people don't know who that is, but I'm good so, with this t- with this first period. I don't know about you. No, nah, I'm good. All so, right. Well, that's go ahead. That's sorry. <laughs> no, it's that's the end of the first half. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For listeners of the Not Another Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com and use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and all kinds of other gear. The perfect product, perfect stitching, perfect sublimation, perfect embroidery, 100% handmade and delivered on time. That's certainty, and it's their promise to you. Again, use the code NASPOD at checkout for 10% off your order at Fansidea.com. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Brigie Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family, where we do baseball together. Welcome back to the second half. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a year in review, general um, BS discussion here. Um well, we had a lot that happened this year. We, we did. Um, just looking back at some of our previous episodes, we talked about a lot of things. Um, well, the Harrisburg Stampede. That's starters. probably the, that's, I mean, that's the most recent thing. Um, and yeah, um, Jay's probably going to come on again at some point. Now, he just posted today on his personal page and on the Stampede page that they will have a third alternate jersey. Um, and he's going to be leaking that. And I even said in the comments, as a uni watch member, I'm <laughs> very is. much looking forward to that. There it is. Um, I just entered the uni watch raffle and the year raffle. So I'm kind of hoping I, I hit on one of those. <laughs> Get a, uh, uni watch hat. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> or a uni watch bottle opener, whichever I, I can hopefully get. Um, hey, Paul and Phil are getting my 25 bucks a year as a premium member of the site. So <laughs> I don't want ads, man. I'll, I'll, I, it's a site I read every day. I will gladly pay 25 bucks a year to not have ads on my, on the site. Oh, Hey, I, you, you know, he's been getting my, my, my clicks. <laughs> um, since at least 2005 so because i discovered that back when i was working at zemco and it just was a great oh jeez that's going back and that's back when it was on esp on page two on espn that tells you how old that is um but no i mean yeah we had um you know jay um Jake Hobel from the the Harrisburg Stampede was an awesome guest. I mean, that was just a phenomenal interview. Um, oh, absolutely. And I mean, like, like like we said that day, and we've said since, you know, that's as as, as people from the area and people who value minor league sports, be it hockey or baseball or indoor football or uh, basketball, even though there isn't any close to us for their. Uh, the G League is still the G League or is it the D League? I don't remember. NBA is no developmental league. Um, NBA, you know, you're having so many leagues right now. <laughs> but I mean, championship you want, for this and that. And... You want an owner who's committed to the 
the community. Oh, he definitely is. And and it was awesome. And I saw the pictures from that banquet he was talking about that he was going to for that that teacher. Um, So, I mean, he's walking the walk. He's not just talking it. He's backing up what he's saying. And that's fantastic as someone. I mean, I'm not saying this because he was on our show. I'm saying it because this is what I would want from any local minor league owner is someone to put their money where their mouth is. Um, the senator's owner has done that since he's taken over. Um, the Reading Phillies owner, they, they put their money where their mouth is. And then that's what you want. You want these owners to not just represent the big team. You want them to also represent the area where the the team is located. Well, yeah, the areas is what's going to bring money in. That's good. That's where everything is. Well, yeah, and I, without, and I think the gold standard without, of that is the Bears. You know, well, Hershey, yeah, they've been one of the most successful minor leagues in the area. But they are the the Yankees of of minor league hockey. No one can touch them as far as championships are concerned. Well, they have um, the most. But not just that. But not just that. I mean, what they do, like all the charity stuff they do, the banquets the players go to, like they're so entrenched in this area where we live um i mean my gosh back in the 90s they were coming up here for autograph signings and photo ops <laughs> i remember that because actually that prime time video yep i went there a couple of times to get their uh, autographs and get some ice cream with it <laughs> that's right they did ice cream there um <laughs> uh but yeah that's when it comes to minor living yeah hershey is definitely in the area one of the biggest successes Within, and, I, and I think within the within the large area here. And even though it's an unintentional mirror mirroring, I think mirroring what they do is, is a smart thing. Like looking at, at what they do and saying, OK, well, we can do this, but we can do this on our budget. Not saying that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're 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 starting this franchise out. So you have so much to work with. And they're doing it, and that's fantastic. Um, another but big the, thing, I think. Go ahead. I was gonna say, say, doesn't Hershey hold the record for the teddy bear toss? I think they're the only ones that do a teddy bear toss. So holding no. the record. No, they no. I they saw, do hold uh, the Guinness. They do hold the the Guinness World Record. Sixty-seven thousand three hundred nine. Which put in the math, I think capacity for there's like ten thousand five fifty. Um capacity for hockey's ten thousand five fifty, I believe. Um so almost every person had to bring at least six or seven bears to that game. <laughs> oh my god, a lot. But no, I saw where uh I think the Phantoms did Teddy Bear tosses. I oh, know... you don't say the Phantoms were riding the Bears jock. Go figure. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of, uh, let's see here, the Portland Winterhawks. I don't know where they're, uh, what division they're in. But still, I mean, it's just something that just Hershey, to, you know, again, holding something like that and having that record. Um, but going back, I think one of the other big things we did this year, um, and it's, a, it's another recent thing, is we finally got the um, the video game series up and running and and doing hits for our YouTube channel like we yep. had talked about. Um, yeah. And again, I I credit him every time we talk about it, but I have to because oh, he yeah. didn't have he didn't have to mail me a PlayStation Two. Like he could have said, "Hey, give me a couple bucks for it," and and you can have it. Uh, so again, Michael Herrick from the other ship, you know, nothing but. You know, we appreciate you. You know, I, I thank you, my friend. Um, you didn't have to do that. And yes, there was an exchange. Uh, I did send him tasty cakes as a thank you because he can't get them <laughs> in Indiana. Um, oh, the good old tasty cakes. <laughs> um, but. Um, well, I know. know just, I, I have to, go ahead. I, I Well, just before we started the second half, I know we talked about uh, trying to get back together doing uh do another set of uh, of games. Yeah, scheduling didn't work out to get any done in November, but that I mean, you know, 
I think everyone listening at this point understands we're dads, we're husbands. Yeah, November we make just this kind fit of into sucked. our schedule. November just kind of sucked though in general. Hey, we were we did more episodes in November than we did October, so keep that in mind. Um yeah, yeah, we did. I oh, know it was October <laughs> that sucked. What November was, was just busy. Yeah, I think November, November was, was busy. busy for me. Um but yeah, kind of, hopefully yeah. we can do a few more of those before the end of the year. Because we did get a, a lot of comments. We did get. I know I got a those. lot of messages. I got people who were telling me they like they they can't wait to see the next ones. Um, and the one <laughs> thing I fun. the one thing I heard a lot is, and, and like I've, I've heard from other people that that like our friendship obviously shines through listening to the show, but. Seeing us in that environment of playing the games, I heard it, it. It's like someone said to me, it's like, I'm there with you. Like I'm in on the jokes and I'm, I'm part of it, which is unintentionally. That's what we want. You know, it, we don't just want to be like, oh, and now I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, quit this and, and I'm going to like snipe this guy's head off. Like we know we want you to be there, like listening to us, cracking jokes and making each other laugh. Like we're not being serious. Are we trying to win? Yeah, that's the separate. That's why it was back then too. That's exactly what we did. I'm not doing a 60 minute, one minute period though. (laughs) I'm not doing that. (laughs) Oh god! I remember. I remember you went to the bathroom, and you're like, (laughs) "This is still going on." Or. us taking the what was it the GameCube at the time, taking that outside, playing it. I don't know because you had it for all three systems. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to. You had it for which the one Xbox. You had it for the GameCube, and you had it for the PlayStation Two. Yeah, you, you had a copy for yeah, every I did. system. <laughs> I did. I don't know why, but I did. No idea why. Which version do you want to play tonight? Can't we just stick with the PlayStation, man? <laughs> But, it, but what yeah, is this freaking took... nipple nubby thing that you got on the goddamn GameCube? What is that for? Well, I know we took it out outside on the patio, the one for a good couple of weekends. Uh, yeah, we and it was like out. it was like it was it was spring weekend, so it was nice and cool while we were out there. Yeah. And... Oh yeah, it wasn't like it was like killer hot. Yeah, I would do that now. That was fun. I mean, just who says we can't? Not right. But it, it was a novelty then, you know, because I didn't know too many people had a TV on their their patio. And this TV was like one of the big ass TVs. Oh, yeah, your dad, too. It, yeah, it was like your dad had a bar set up on the patio. We were just sitting there playing video games at like three in the morning. Um, but it was fun. It was fun. Um <laughs> It was fun re- doing those recordings. I-, I wish. Oh, absolutely! I wish we could have had it set up for uh, when Dave from the twenty two sixteen was over that one time, and he was losing. It was five nothing within like the first two minutes of the period, and he hands me the <laughs> controller, and I was able to get in with the game ended with me down by one. Like I fought back so hard on that one, but just <laughs> I wish someone could have seen the visual of him being like, "I'm done. I can't do it." Yeah, that was. <laughs> That was well. Get get him involved. Uh he wants to. He wants to come up. Well, I know uh, John the Bobble Bro has expressed interest in coming up. Well, there you go. Um, do a, do he, a small little Tory. Because he 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 did get your address from me to do the Google Maps um, idea to get an idea of how long of a drive it would be to get to your place. Like, oh, I can get to David's in about an hour. Where does he live? Is it? Oh, he's. Yeah, he's in Harrisburg somewhere. Um, An hour? Uh, you know what? I got to work on... What day did I have to go? I had to go on Wednesday. Uh, I got to work in 45 minutes. That's my normal. And you got to think, my... I'm going a little bit... Well, probably distance-wise, it's about the same. You're distance-wise about the same. Road, whereas I'm in the city. Yeah, well, I'm off of 81 is where I'm at. Oh. But still, same concept. Yeah. Good old city driving. Um, but, yeah, no, but anyway. But yeah, oh, yeah. Back to topic. <laughs> Do a lot of sidebarring. 
Ah, that's a good kind of night, though. Um, but yeah, the the video game series has just gotten a lot of really good feedback. Even if it's not in the comments on YouTube, I've gotten messages privately about it. Um, well, the funny thing is, though, when we did that reaction video, when we just did that test, that alone had forty three views on YouTube. Just our reaction. That's from that it. night. Just our reaction. No, that's a different night. I thought that was from that night with Dave. Was it with Dave? I think it was. I think, I think it was from did... the night with Dave. We did a test game, but the audio yeah. didn't record. Or there was yeah. some, an issue with the yeah, audio. Some, That's how we talked about yeah. it. But I don't know how many times I've, I sat there trying to figure out the... Because of the way I have my basement set up for wiring. Get the, <laughs> the, the video caption card and... Well, that's part of the reason why I got wireless controllers so that. Yes, and I'm not sure if I told you they do work well. They don't feel cheap. No, they don't. They actually feel decent. Good, good. Yeah, they actually feel decent. Plan. Oh, good. Because I tried both of them just to see one, just to make sure they both worked. Obviously, yeah. Two, it's just they both felt really good with it. Good, good. They didn't feel like clunky or. Like, they didn't feel janky. <laughs> no, they felt like an actual PS2 controller. PlayStation 2 controller. Good. Yeah. We'll have to get some more games for that. I'm sure you've been perusing that Goodwill Books website I gave you. Well, that uh, face tells a story and a half. No, I haven't been browsing that, getting ideas ha- for what we should have be doing. Have you purchased anything? Is my next follow? No, that I haven't yet. Okay. That I haven't yet. <laughs> I want to. Like I said, I wanted. For the price uh, of two games twenty years ago, you can get ten games from Goodwill Books. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, I we're going to play of... Hot Shots Golf this week. Oh, jeez, that was a great game. <laughs> I was not was a fan a... of Hot Shots Golf. Were you? No. I know the, th- the good thing is, because it's a PS2, it's backwards compatible with the PS1, so we can mm-hmm. probably do, if we can find it, Blast Lacrosse, which is one of your all-time favorite PlayStation sports games. Good luck finding that. Uh, hey, you never know. Um, I was thinking like Slugfest would be one for us to do. Slugfest was always good. Um, Blitz. The fight night. The fight night games are always good. We could do one of the one of the old um, UFC games back because remember I had those before anyone cared about UFC. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Blitz was a good one to play. You know for that. Blitz with the NFL license or Blitz after the NFL license? Blitz? Blitz of the league was was pretty interesting. Either way, I thought it was fun. This I liked the uh, the campaign mode in Blitz of the league. In all honesty, yeah, Blitz. I mean, that was fun. That was either way, just Blitz in general, I should say. Right. Yeah. And then, you, you know, that Slugfest was always a good one. Red card. I was going to say, what was the soccer one called? The red card. I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was named. If we can find it, I would love to do Contender for the PlayStation. Contender. It was like it was an arcade boxing game. And that was a lot of fun. It was definitely like a pick up and play game. So it's okay. not one where like if you've never played it for before, you're at a disadvantage. No, you would be fine. Okay, yeah, I remember this one now. Yeah, because it had a Sony it had a Sony license for the uh the fight clock. Um what was that hockey one? Um Rock the ho- Rink. Yes. Rock the rank. That was EA. EA made that one. That was great. I, I, I played the hell out of that. That was one of the ones I did play the hell out of. This was just comical. Yeah. Of what it was. It was almost like a precursor to, to hits. 
Um, yeah, I mean, those are definitely two of the bigger things of the year. Other than that, I mean, I'm again, we and we did this, I think, last episode or two episodes ago. I'm just, I'm always very thankful for anyone who takes time out of their life to spend an hour with us talking out of our asses about sports. Um, yes, which I got the, I got a lot, I got, I did get people messaging me telling me they cracked up about, <laughs> about the Ace Ventura reference last episode when I mentioned about, I'm talking out of my ass and you said that's a hell of a party trick. <laughs> <laughs> um i got i got some good feedback about that um and you know what even if we're not getting like if people aren't leaving us reviews on apple podcasts or if people aren't putting comments on our youtube channel people are reaching out to me individually and i know people have reached out to you individually Mm -hmm. and i almost i almost rather that um that that someone's taking the time to like just message me personally to talk to me about what they've heard on our show, and and you know I I really value that, and I think for me that means a lot. No, it means a lot to me as well. Hmm. You know, you guys take that time out of your out of your day just to listen to to us just BS. <laughs> yeah, basically, and then oh, looking at uh, some of the old episodes. The Great Potato Caper. That's a great story. I I stand by that. I mean, that is just a the guy uh, whittled a potato into this into this into a baseball size of a baseball and used it for a trick play. That's genius. <laughs> um, also, this just, is the uh, the, the just black hoodie just, episode. Yeah, I forgot apparently. that we're both wearing black hoodies tonight as we're recording, um, and Phillies caps. You just happen to have a black Phillies cap on. Yeah. Hold on. I can fix this. Give me a second. Yeah, just there you go. I got a black Phillies cap on now for the rest of the second half. All right. Um, there you go. Whatever amount of it is left. Um, but yeah, just going through just the past episodes. I mean, that just some of the funny ones that we've had. I think it's really funny. We had an episode where we talked about the USFL and the XFL, and now it's going to be one league. Right. Um, I don't think either of us had that on our bingo card then. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. The Good Friday Massacre. That, that is was, still one of my favorite things in hockey even, lore. Is, even is though it was the, from 22, but still. And that's that, there's more stuff like that I'd like to get into um, in 2024 is getting into more like baseball and hockey and football lore, like just these random games and stories that exist. Um, and there's probably tons of them out there just because of the history of the sport. I mean, I mean, we could do, we could do a first half on disco demolition at the white Sox game back in 79. Like there's our 10 cent beer night. Um, there was a highlight. I forget where I saw it. They basically didn't even pause the game to let the snow the snow squall go through. But literally, the game was a, the baseball game was a complete whiteout. And we could talk about the Fog Bowl, the Bears against the Eagles back in '88. Oh, the Flyers' fog where they hit the bat. That is them and the Buffalo Sabers. Mm-hmm. 75 I'm trying to remember it was in the 70s I know that much um oh yeah there's t- plenty of lore that we could get into was Hell, it we can, we can make a list we're gonna have to was there was it a Pats game in the 80s or 90s where the grounds crew came out with a a riding mower with a plow on it and plowed plowed just the space for the kicker to make the field goal to win the game I want to say maybe that might be early 2000s. Because I know at one point I was, I remember watching games where they would basically plow the lines. Uh, Here we go. Damn Google. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. The snowplow game was 1982. 
The Dolphins against the Patriots. The Do- the Patriots won three nothing. Oh jeez, I'd love to see a football game because th- there's a three nothing game that happened. Uh, I think this past week, you know, uh, last week there was a three nothing game. I find it interesting just to see a two nothing game. Just a safety. That's it. That's the only score of the whole game. A safety. <laughs> I would be surprised if that ever happened. Um, <laughs> I'd laugh hysterically. Yeah, because we did weird weird things thrown. Like we've had a lot of really cool second half discussions. We did baseball video games. We talked about our misadventures on the golf course when we got. We were asked to leave <laughs> since some dumbass decided to try to run over a, you know, a, you know, a barrier. Since some sure of our, our spouses state that we were not kicked <laughs> off, we were asked to leave and we got our money back. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a fun day. You know, we, you know, some idiot got the rope tied around the wheel. Dave still <laughs> laughs till he cries about that. I'm telling you right now, he's going to be listening to this at work probably Monday morning. And as soon as we get to this part, he's going to be in tears. And I bet you he will text me. Uh, that was a fun day, though. Up David, make a left. Your other left. And then the wheels just... And I don't know how I don't how know. you got it so tangled up. That's why Dave <laughs> keeps cracking up because he's like, I don't know how it got that tangled up. I don't know either. Because <laughs> we both were just staring at it like, this is not good. How, how did this happen? I bet you those the people who who called on called on us to the the course ranger. I bet you that's when they made all the all six of those calls. Yeah, there's a lot of calls that. <laughs> Real quick, too. <laughs> uh, we're getting complaints that you're not keeping up with the uh, the teams ahead of you. They're um they're right there. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> that far ahead of us. They're in the fairway. Morgan Wallen's in the fucking fairway. Like we're not going <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> There's gonna be people like listening him. to this who thought we actually golfed with Morgan Wallen. We did not. Um, no, just the guy looked like the him. kid. Just, just looked yeah, like the, him. The kid looked like him. <laughs> And let me tell you, that was the most, that was the most rural Pennsylvania thing ever. When those kids, because I know they weren't 21, asked us for beer. (laughs) Yeah, they did. That is something I don't think we've ever talked about in any of our discussions about that night. I don't think we did, no. The under under 21 group of of golfers in front of us asked us for some beers. It was like, no. Yeah. It was even like there wasn't even a second thought to that no. Just, no, because well, I think like no. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think it was all like in, you know, like one big voice from all four of us. No, <laughs> it's like not even a hesitation. It's like, what the hell are you thinking? I mean, kudos to them for having the balls to ask. I got to be honest. And here's here's another thing that we never we've never talked about, and I don't think either of us have thought about it until tonight. You know they asked because they've done it before and someone's given them beer. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably you're right. That probably was not you're right. the first time they've asked. <laughs> oh, probably not. And they probably have done it since just to and see you know, who fights. Well, I bet you they probably got some like, you know. Already drunk. <laughs> yeah, some old head who's like drunk on whole nine. Like, yeah, sure. Here. Whole nine, probably whole three. He, he he probably pre-gamed. I also I also loved and, and Dave and I talk about this too. Um, Sean every hole like having a no Sean well that too but Sean like every hole had a new bag of chips opened up. We brought snacks. If we did, we brought snacks. Yeah, we we had a good time. <laughs> the assortment of chip bag. <laughs> and you did not, you did not lose a cigar, which was, that was the first time ever nope, I, I did not with you. I did and you not did not a leave a cigar in the tea box. No, I did not. Or you were attacked by a goose. Although we only made it like nine holes before we, we just, well, you and Dave and Sean made it nine holes. I made it seven because I was pissed. Yeah, that was, 
who knows what that you know that it was still fun <laughs> and that is now twice where you've had to tell people to just let me be <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that is twice nope, i know i know him too well he's mad he's not gonna he's he's done when he says he's done he's done <laughs> he's done like dinner um that was fun though we should do it again it was i i would love to do it again i don't know if we'll be able to do it well me and you probably could the four of us though that's up in the air still either way i mean we get all four great we've we've talked about we talked about that off we've talked about that off the air yeah um it's just time anymore um, well that too um but no, we had a. I think you know we had a great year. We covered just a ton of topics. Uh, the PGA Tour merging with LIV franchises with the most titles we've done. We have to do at least one obscure sport topic every every year now because we've done it every year so far. We have to keep this going. We should do fireball soccer. We should we should actually play a game with that. Uh fuck that. <laughs> For, for, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, for a variety of reasons, not one which I don't feel like kicking a flaming coconut. The other of which is I am so far from soccer shape, it's not even funny. Um, what about uh, if it gets cold enough doing the, the, the Japanese snowball fight? Oh, Jesus. Throwing basically rocks of, you know, blocks of ice at each other. Why are you gentlemen at urgent care today? Uh, well, we saw this video online. That's how it always starts. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this. <laughs> the all famous words. Yeah. And how That's many times like have we done st- how many times we've done that stuff like that? I, I I will always go back to you jumping the Roman candle and how close you were to getting your ball singed that night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had just landed and. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> yeah. How how we're how either of us are alive. And how we were allowed to procreate is is just beyond me sometimes. Poor children. <laughs> how we never ended up in jail is pretty amazing, too. Yeah. Yeah, some stuff did get interesting. <laughs> I always hear people say, well, my best friend would hide me a body. No, that's not your best friend. Your best friend would be there in jail beside you. <laughs> did she you didn't look fun? like a cop, did she? <laughs> Did you have fun? <laughs> oh man! But it was a, it was a good year for the show, um, and we certainly are finally getting to do a lot of the things we've been wanting to do. Um, I think twenty twenty four is going to be another good year for us, and and yeah. every year's gotten better. I mean, I'm always going to be absolutely just surprised and appreciative of the fact that. There is a core audience that comes back every episode to listen to us. I am. I'm appreciative more than anything as well. Let me just. I'm not nothing against and I'm not saying that because that I don't appreciate any new new listeners that come in or new viewers on YouTube that come in. But the fact that there is a segment of the audience that has been here since day one and continues to listen just blows me away. Um, because we're not giving you news. We're not giving you any pertinent information. Um, and it just, it, 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 it cracks me up in, in the most just loving way. Like, I just love the fact that there's people who, who make us a part of their life. Like we talked about last time, um, with the Spotify stuff, that end of the year stuff from Spotify, where, you know, for a percentage of our listenership we are their number one podcast that blows my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there is a percentage of our listenership where we're in their top five or their top 10. And then like, there's people who we are their number one. Like that's crazy to me. 
Who would have thunk? Yeah, just an excuse for us to BS during COVID became something that people make a part of their lives. <laughs> it just blows my mind. And it I'm is... just super, super grateful for it. Like, oh, yeah. You wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now go buy shirts at our T Public account. No, they're you up. Don't buy, you don't have to buy shirts. Um, buy a mug. <laughs> well, that's not a bad idea. You can have our ugly mugs on your mug while you're drinking your coffee every morning. I did find it funny how, like, I I contemplating, I or not contemplating, contemplated buying a pillowcase. That's that's messed up, dude. <laughs> Just to lay on my head. <laughs> Looking, we'll get I don't, I don't want to know about you giving yourself a little head, okay? Ah, <laughs> uh. I wish no, we could this... do a Tumblr. I would do a Tumblr with our lo- with our logo on it. Don't they have tumblers? I uh, we have mugs available. Um, I thought there was time. I got, I got to look. I gotta look. Cause I swear I saw mug uh, or not mugs. I thought I swore I saw tumblers. Uh, I'll look, see what it do, see what they have. <laughs> okay. Because everything's um, been changing on that site. I saw some things of now available, some things weren't. Gotta look. Either way. Um. And if you want to support us in that way, please go to T Public, um, and get yourself a magnet or a sticker. Um, T-shirt. Want to get hoodie. a shirt? Get a shirt, a hoodie. Um, These are NASCAR uh, parody uh, NASPOT shirts are up. I have one, and it is super yep. comfy. I like. I mean, I like T Public stuff. They have really nice quality shirts. Um, but I do know that there were some people who who bought stickers and magnets. Uh, at least I had some a few people reach out to me. Um, you know, any any little bit you do, we appreciate. Absolutely, I mean, we're just super thankful for all of you who take time to listen to us and interact with us. Um, just too. I don't have. Stalking. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else. I'm I'm good on I'm this good. one. I'm good. Um, because I'm a sentimental schmuck and I will get teary eyed. So we need to move on here. That's why I had to do the cheap plug for the T public store. Cause it was getting to me. Um, <clears throat> two real quick pl- plugs. Um, we already mentioned, but we mentioned both of them actually. Um, our buddy Dave is on the 2216 podcast. Uh, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, same thing with, um, Good friend of the show, Michael Herrick. He is one of the hosts of The Other Ship, the pop culture podcast with a pro wrestling lean. That is also available wherever you get your podcasts. Please uh, do us a favor and give them some love and listens. Uh, They both put on really good shows. Um, Two totally opposite ends of the podcast spectrum as far as content. But they both put on good stuff, and I know they'll appreciate your listenership from us. Um, thank you for joining us for episode 80 of the non there sports podcast. And this is our final episode of the year. Hence the year in review discussion. We're going to not be here during the week between Christmas and new year. Um, that's going to get interesting because that's going to be very busy. Well, the day we would record is the day we're getting the new carpet and flooring put in. Um, and what's also fun is that's also the day of my kid's birthday. So <laughs> that's right. It is. You know? and your wife's is two days before that, if I remember uh, correctly. Yeah. So fun week, three, you know, three birthdays in one week. That's what we're doing this tomorrow. Well, today, no, tomorrow. I got three more minutes before it's today. Uh, tomorrow. But, but, we're... It, but, but it's tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. Three minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we got my wife's birthday and and my mother-in-law's birthday this weekend. Um, So busy, busy, busy. Always busy, yeah. Um, But yeah, you can find us 
Um, online using the link tree address in the description of the show. That'll take you to all of our social media accounts, our YouTube page, and it will take you to our T public store that we already mentioned. Uh, get yourself a sticker or a magnet or a shirt or a hoodie or whatever tickles your fancy when you go there. Um, you can find the non sports podcast for streaming or download at Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast, podcast addict, iTunes, uh, iHeart, Audible, Amazon Music, Pandora. We're, Siri- We're on Sirius XM now because they own Pandora. For shits and giggles, I looked it up on the app today. We we are on Sirius XM, which is hilarious That's beyond great. belief. That's funny. You can you can <laughs> listen to the Stern Show and listen to Sal and Richard's Tradio prank calls, which are always hilarious. And then you can come and listen to us. We're there. Um, <laughs> We're everywhere now. We, it feels like we are. Um, <laughs> please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Um, everyone listening, whatever your denomination is, please have a happy holiday, a safe holiday. Have a happy new year. Um, we wish you all nothing but the best. Um, thank you for supporting us. My name is Jason. I'm David. We'll talk with you in the new year. Happy holidays. You have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership.